previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. So what about your other sports? Do you follow other sports or are you just basically baseball? Yeah. Uh, actually, what's, what's kind of funny is, uh, so I've written jingles for the show about the uh, Washington football team. Normally I refer to them as the alleged football team, but they're winning too much for me to say that. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC. Happy Christmas. Happy, Happy Chris- Christmas. Simon. Well, maybe over there, mate. Yeah, where are you at? There is a time difference. Where are you yeah, at? This, this, this is several <laughs> week, like a one week time difference. I am in England. I am coming all the way from England right now. Wow. Nice. In the future as well. In the future. Yeah. So give us those yeah. lottery numbers. Welcome back uh, to the podcast. Seven, 12. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? I'm going to write those down. It's been a while. I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a while. How you been? I know. I'm good. I uh, I flew back early so I could have a fake Christmas with my family because I'll be on a ship for Christmas Day. Ah. Nice. Yeah. I want to be I actually boat. just put the turkey in the oven literally seconds ago. Oh, okay. Wow. Excellent. All right. Well, first things first. I mean, we can't start the show without this. We just want to remind everyone in just a few short hours, depending on when you're listening to this, we will have our Little Elves Holiday drive starting. And I want to give you all that information real quick. Don't forget, you can start donating at midnight tonight. You have 24 hours to get your donations in. And you can do that at PayPal, which is at Rocco's Warriors NP. That is R O C C O S W A R R I O R S, capital N, small p. Or you can Venmo at Rocco28. That's R O C C O 28. Any questions, you contact Claire Natola ASAP at claire.natola at gmail.com. That's C-L-A-I-R-E dot N-A-T-O-L-A at gmail.com. She can answer all your questions. She also says that if tomorrow is not a good day for you to donate or anything like that, or you have to do it before, or you want to do it after the date, just get in touch with her. But it's this big thing. We're doing a 24-hour drive all day tomorrow. Every little bit helps, Littles. Every little bit helps. So let's not forget to do that. It's our fifth annual. We're very excited about that. And just so you know, all that information that I just read off about PayPal and Venmo, that'll be in the show notes. So worst case, just head on over to the show notes and you can get the information there. So, well, first things first, I wanted to concede a few seconds. Uh, Roxy's here. I'm here. We're both doing fine. Yes. But Roxy... I know you just want to say a quick thank you. I mean, this has been out of control in a good way. All the letters and emails and tweets and everything we've been getting for us. Yeah. I mean, it's been out of control in a bad way with the situation, but also thank you everyone for reaching out and making sure that I'm okay, that we're okay. There just were too many breakthrough cases and we couldn't do the show anymore. And that really stinks. Not the way I thought I would be going out this season, but at the same time, we were able to get through an entire rehearsal process and actually perform a little over a hundred shows this season for audience members doing what we love. And that in itself is incredible. And I'm trying really, really hard to stay positive and to keep being grateful for the time that I had this year to be on that stage. And, you know, I'm just, I'm also super grateful for all the connections that we've made through this podcast. And you all have been so wonderful and so kind. And I'm just, I'm blown away. We're overwhelmed. I'm blown I mean, away. Just, it's incredible. So like we said, we are okay. And, you know, just taking it day by day. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm off too. Well, I've been canceled all weekend. I'm canceled Monday. Yeah. So hopefully I will at least start performances again yeah. on Tuesday. We're hoping. Fingers crossed. If but anyone hears of any job opportunities, yeah. <laughs> How's hit vacation? me up. How's vacation treating you, Roxy? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Not now, what I want to do. Now, Simon, you're crossing your fingers too because you're flying back here first and then getting on a cruise ship the next day, right? Well, if all things go to plan, yeah. But uh, I am definitely a little worried. So we'll see. I might also be unemployed very soon. Yeah. Who knows? Enough Debbie Downer stuff, but we did want to open the show with saying thank you because yeah. that was really sweet. The outpouring of love and, like I said, the tweets and the emails, it's just yeah. been nonstop and we really yeah. appreciate it. Really appreciate I'm it. full of many, many different emotions, but like I said, the overwhelming emotion is just feeling grateful for the time that I've had. And so, uh, so well, let's get to our snail mail. Yeah. We got a, a very adorable card from Sully in Boston. Yes. Very shocking. First of all, there's this adorable, adorable little boy. And pup. And pop. Yeah. I mean, let's go back to the adorable little boy. Right. Sully, how did that happen? <laughs> and uh, thank you for the Christmas card. It's very sweet. And then we heard Michelle Pendleton, above and beyond, of yes. course. Yes. Uh, so oh, many, my gosh. I mean, thank you for the Christmas card. Thank you. We got a l- little treat. Yeah. Now, and gone little, within an instance. <laughs> gone, yeah, gone within an instance. And we have a ornament for our Christmas tree. Yeah. So that was really sweet. And uh, Littles, we normally don't. We certainly didn't. We definitely reach out to people personally because we didn't want to we honestly like we don't want to skip out skip over anybody if we're trying to announce all these like wonderful things that we're we have received on the podcast but also not to make anyone feel uncomfortable with oh maybe I should have sent them something or right. maybe I shouldn't send like yeah. it we don't want to we just want everyone to be like happy and enjoy the podcast yeah. but we do appreciate all the little goodies that we have received from you over the yeah. last year especially we, we um, received some stuff for our hundredth yeah for our wedding like and for all our of wedding of course stuff. Yeah, yeah stuff like that I mean we got a shower curtain for Pete's sakes. I know. I mean, the trivia team. But that's <laughs> what I mean. We normally don't point those things out specific. We thank them off air. Yeah. But we just don't, because we don't want to make people feel obligated right. to, to do that. Yeah. You know, we're not Tony we're asking not like, for stuff. Give so. us free stuff. <laughs> right. So, but it I is. Do, but you do want more shower curtains. Oh, we I definitely think, want more shower curtains. More the, shower yeah. curtains. And more free stuff. Yeah. That is the one thing you're demanding is just <laughs> all shower curtains. All, sh- all shower curtains. Um, <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the show. We're going to start with Claire. Okay. Because... Oh, boy. Yeah. She gets frustrated with us sometimes, I think, because we don't know as much as I think we should know. But she says, okay, I cannot start another text with, oh, my God, but oh, my God, the comic strip you're talking about is Bloom County with Opus the Penguin and Bill the Cat, one of the top three comic strips ever created in the history of mankind. I had no idea they did some sort of Christmas special. Well, now you know, thanks to Eric Londrigan. Now, like I said, I called it out. I said it was a comic strip. That's what I thought it was. I just never really read it. So I didn't really know much about it. But as soon as I was kind of the same way, Claire, I didn't know they did a Christmas special. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And I think I gave it three trees or so, maybe more. Something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Roxy didn't stay awake. That's all I know. All right, and so let's move on. Now we've got some all in the family. This is from Ed, but he says, Chuck and Roxy were shocked at how people talked on all in the family. It was groundbreaking because they made fun of the way Archie thought and talked. Those topics had never been broached on TV. Remember, Fred and Wilma were the first TV couple to share a bed. That is true. Oh, they, they were shared the first TV, the couple, first to TV share couple to share a bed. Yeah. That is very interesting. Isn't that That's wild? a great little fact. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right, Ed, you better be right on that. 
Also, I'm pretty Someone's sure Mary Tyler Moore the was the first actress to wear pants on a television show, and that was the Dick Van Dyke show. But she was only allowed to wear pants in one scene. She had a maximum amount of scenes that she could wear pants in, and that was one scene. Oh. Wow. Yeah. See, what's funny is that Roxy and Chuck don't share a bed, right? And <laughs> are not wearing pants right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Nope. I get the cash. Uh. All right. Well, I have some exciting news. Now, Simon, I apologize if you weren't on this episode, but I, you might have been. Were you? We did a new segment once where there was a zebra spotted on the side of the highway down in Maryland. Uh, I definitely recall fellatio in the back of a cop car. I don't remember the zebra. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, we have exciting news thanks to Jenny Robbins. Zebras on the run for months in Maryland have been captured. For months? Months. It's been months? I guess. Now, this has some good news, bad news. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but it says two zebras running loose since escaping a Maryland farm about four months ago have been caught. Prince George's County Animal Services and the U.S. Department of Agriculture weren't involved in the capture, but were told Monday that the animals returned to their herd last week. This is from the Washington oh, wow. Post. Now, I'm not going to go much more into that. Sadly, one of them didn't make it. Um, oh, I believe terrible. it was caught in like a hunter's trap of some sort or something like that. That is awful. Uh, so why couldn't we just let them free? Why couldn't we let them be free? Well, I, I don't know? think it was. I don't. At least I'd like to think it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. I think these zebras got out and they were just running wild. Yeah, right. they're living their best life. What, oh, right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you let meant them, as far let as them, like, Let them be wild, you yeah. know? Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thank you, Jenny Robbins, for that. Now, we uh, had another thing from Sully. Yes. I bet the reindeer thing is the same as why cartoon characters only have four fingers. Cost, time, and effort of animators or CGI. I don't know that. Just a thought. Oh, interesting thought. Yeah. Also, he says, Office Christmas Party is in my top five after Die Hard, of course. Ah. Oh, my gosh. You you and your Die Hard, people. Okay. Well, interesting that he brought that up. Now, of course, the other thing he's referring to is my big pet peeve with... Not having the right Not having eight reindeer. reindeer when Santa's sleigh is being pulled. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. You know, I, I guess it is less money to only have six, but I'd still like to know which two reindeer take the night off. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Very interesting. Now... I was never on Team Sully for this, okay? I, I do enjoy Die Hard. I love Die Hard, okay? And I get that it takes place around Christmas, and so that's the whole, oh, it's a Christmas movie. That's the that's big, because Lethal Weapon stretch. 1 is the same. Okay, right. Here's the thing. So the other night, I got on our Roku, mm-hmm. and I just went to the overall search, and I typed in Christmas specials, mm-hmm. okay? Now, this brought up two things. One, first of all, let's jump here, and then I'll come back. A Merry Frigging Christmas? Simon, have you ever heard of that? American freaking Christmas. No, a merry friggin' <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it's a movie. I'm, no, I'm being no, dead serious. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that one either. But okay, well, American can I interest you Christmas in these stars? Well. Robin Williams, Lauren Graham, Candace Bergen, Oliver Platt, Jeffrey T- T- Tabor. I mean, the Robin. let's just go back to Robin Williams. Now, how did we not know? Is this that bad? Littles, uh, we need to know. Is this worth our time watching? Because we will review this movie. Yeah. Because it looks cute. Yeah. I love Lauren. I love Graham. I love Williams. I love these actors. And I mean, what's up? Okay. Never heard of it. More importantly, though, when I did the search, it pops up with a bunch of movies like Elf, Rudolph, Christmas Vacation, Jingle All the Way. Roxy, I'd like to bring your attention to the upper left-hand corner. What is that suggestion? Freaking Die Hard. Okay. So, (laughs) Sully and all you other Die Hard fans. When you search Christmas specials, Die Hard comes up. 
Now, I don't know if that's the end all being. Now, Simon, where do you lie on this? Do you, do you know it's Die Hard, right? Do you think it's a Christmas movie? Yeah, I mean, this is the age-old question, isn't right. it? Right, yeah. As to whether... I, I I used to always be very strictly, no, this is not a Christmas movie, but I've been shot down so many times, I've just relented. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Don't just give, give in, in, Simon, don't give well, in. Roxy's not giving in, no. I don't think. I don't know. So weird. It came out at Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Well, no, no. It came out in July. That's the argument against is that it was a summer blockbuster. It was a huge hit, obviously, but it came out in July. So that's why everyone's like, how can you say this is a Christmas movie? Wait, wait, wait. I've been misled then. Wait, so why is it a Christmas movie? Because during the movie, it takes place during Christmas. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Right? That's what I'm saying. I was always shot down because I I was made to believe that it came out. Okay, yeah, it's not a Christmas it's movie. It's not a Christmas movie. No. It's right. fine if you watch it during the holidays. Watch it whenever you want, but don't be claiming it's a Christmas movie. It, it doesn't bring you. It doesn't bring me Christmas joy. No. Watching it. <laughs> you know. Well, I don't know, but according to Roku and the searches on our TVs it's, and Sully and Sully, it's a Christmas movie. All right, let's move on. Now we have a quick little. 30-second review here, but Eric Lonergan says, I am so excited and a little jealous that Roxy gets to watch Emmer Otter's Jug Band Christmas for the first time. It has music from the great Paul Williams and some great puppetry tricks from a pre-CGI era. When you're done, be sure to watch the bloopers. Now, we have not watched the bloopers yet. I didn't know there were bloopers. Well, I told... I told they weren't on the thing we watched. Oh. He posted a link. Oh, They're like, it's gotcha. like a YouTube link. Gotcha. And Kim Wilson, too, else, was very nice to say, FYI, if you you have Amazon Prime, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is free to stream. For me, it's more... Now, this is important. She says, for me, it's more nostalgic than worrying about if it holds up. Okay. okay. That's very key. That is key. That's very key. First of all, thank you for the tip because that's mm-hmm. how we watched it because mm-hmm. we do have Amazon Prime. Here's the thing. I agree 100% with her. Yeah. I Roxy was not into this. There were... I'm guessing two trees. It had its moments, but there were definitely... I I don't know. It's a totally different generation. Yeah, but it's like you would think like, oh, these cute little puppets, they're so cute and fuzzy and warm and sweet and all that stuff. But I don't know. I just... The storyline was... Well, uh, I got to be honest. I... As I said in the last episode, I haven't seen this probably in over 25 years. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting there kind of like, but... I have to say, thinking back to when I was a kid watching mm-hmm. this, it brought back some warm fuzzies. Right. But if I was watching this for the first time ever, I agree with you. Yeah. And I, that's why I wanted to read her statement because right. I no, that, very much that agreed. that truly makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. But we watched a preview before we started the movie and you said, well, this already gets a tree in my book because... I don't remember. The bear... Like the bad guy oh, bear. Oh, the bad guy bear's Chuck. His name is Chuck. Oh yeah, his name's Chuck. I didn't know. I did not remember that. So you're like, this at least gets one tree. Oh, I'm grabbing some sound bites from that for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, they have some good sound bites. Yeah. So, thank you for that, Roxy. You're welcome. Forgot. Oh yeah, it you're started welcome. with the tree for me. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, that's our semi review. Let's get out of here. Great meet the Gittles guests. You talk about stories. Now, this gentleman wrote a freaking email to us that was at least two pages long. Yeah. And we had to like pick and choose. Right stories right of these great events of his life so don't go anywhere littles we'll be right back with meet the littles this is dave specter from bells up winery while our hosts take a quick break wouldn't it be a good time to pour yourself a nice glass of pinot noir i mean chuck and roxy are probably enjoying one themselves right now so why shouldn't you okay now back to the loyal littles podcast on the wtfc podcast network 
If I could do a magic spell Look into a wishing well I'd cast the grey rains of winter To make Christmas snow And the glitter on the cards And the ice with all its shards In the dark, dark night Flecked with stars We are being played in this episode by Julius Rost, and this song is called Solstice Song. Now, he wrote in giving us permission and also said it'd be nice if you could play it on the 21st of December, Winter Solstice. I wrote the song looking up at a clear cold night and thinking the stars like glitter. Now, unfortunately, because there will be a big show, which we're excited about, on the 21st this coming week, we couldn't do it that day, so we figured we'd do it on our episode closest to it. If you like what you hear, you can find more of Julius stuff on Spotify, and he says just search Julius Rost. That is J-U-L-I-U-S-R-O-S-T. And as always, we'll play the full song, Solstice Song, at the end of the podcast. Well, the log fire crackles in the heart. To warm my hearts In this dark, dark world There is still light ah, ah, ah. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And I know we say it every time, Roxy, but we got another good one. Yep. I mean, to say above and beyond, we have the form we f- they fill out or not fill out. I mean, this this, this guy. This like extra credit. Extra points. credit points. Mm-hmm. I, maybe he's just brown nosing. I don't know. We'll find out, Roxy. Please welcome <laughs> to the podcast, Carol Conley. Hey, Carol, how's it going? Hey, it's going great. <laughs> now, I mean, you're like superstar status in our eyes because mm-hmm. we're just chucking Roxy here. I mean, he sent an email along with the form, and this email is detailed. He's like, "Well, I wanted to give you some good stuff so you could ask me questions, but you also sent the sound clip from when you were on the freaking." Big show. Yeah. No, that was probably my best clip. And it was uh, John Fitzpatrick that put that stuff together and recorded it when I was in studio, when I went to go see Tony, when I was retiring from the Marine Corps. uh, Nigel was nice enough to to get me on the show. That's amazing. Well, we'll get into that in a second. But why don't we take a second? You know, you're a loyal listener. We appreciate that. Take us through it. Introduce yourself to the Loyal Littles. Tell us something a little about yourself. Sure. My name's Carol Conley. And I've been uh, married for 25 years. I'm 48. I grew up in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, I went to the Naval Academy. And after that, I became a United States Marine. And I was in the Marine Corps for 20-some years as an infantry officer and then ended up going to law school to become a judge advocate. So I retired a few years back. And again, John Fitzpatrick, always helpful, got me my follow-on job uh, working for the Department of Defense. So... That's wow. just a little bit about me. Just a little bit. Just a little, just a little wow. bit. Wow. Not, not, not much. I don't know what we're going to do, Roxy. I There's mean, not much first, to go there. thank you for your service. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we're just in awe. Wow. Here. Like, <laughs> it, it always feels, it feels weird to uh, say when people say thank you for service simply yeah. because, you know, it's what I always wanted to do right. as a kid, honestly, yeah. growing up. So yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to go to the Naval Academy and be a Marine. And uh, wow. so leading Marines, honestly, 
uh, Roxy, we were talking before the show, and you said it was your dream, mm-hmm. you know, to be a, a rocket, but it yeah. was my dream to be a Marine and lead Marines. So it was, you know, really wow. all I wanted to do. Wow. So. Congratulations then. That's, That's incredible. Not yeah. many people can say that. Yeah. You know, that they I got mean, to do most people dream. don't. Yeah. Most people yeah. have jobs that they're like, ah, oh, I got to do this. But to be able to do something <sighs> yeah. that like you set out to do because you yeah. have a passion for it, like there's, there's nothing better. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And I wish everyone can experience that. Because <laughs> it's really great. That's amazing. Chuck included. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, this I'm, podcast, I believe. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. podcast is the dream I've had forever. Yep. I don't even know where to... I'm sure you said this, but we were in such awe. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Alexandria, Virginia. You did? Oh, okay. So that's how I first knew about Tony. Uh, I read him as a kid a little bit, but I didn't really discover him until I got stationed back at uh, Quantico. Uh, at the basic school, which is where all Marine officers go through. And uh, in about 2006, I started listening to him on the radio in, in earnest. And then in uh, 2011, I sent my first email. And you were asking about how to get emails on. And I'll tell you, a, a good way to do it is the birth of a child. Not that I'm pushing you guys, but the birth of a child. Um, or Roxy and Chuck oh, wow. will be right back. You keep talking. No. <laughs> or... Or birthdays. I mean, I had four kids. I had two extra kids just so I could get on Tony's show. That's the bottom line. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, but when my last kid was born, I sent an email because we're, and you'll, I'm sure you've asked this, but we're New England fans, and uh, the Patriots were playing, and Vince Wilfork had an interception, and my wife was no drugs for four kids. God bless Whoa. her. And wow. uh, the last kid, 10 pounds, big guy. Ooh. And so Vince Wilfork intercepts the pass from the Chargers and takes it back and almost scores. So anyways, I turned that into some silly email and Tony read it on the air. And that was my first email that got read. So congratulations. And so this is curious then, how did you become a New England fan and all that? Yeah. So my fandom is all New England. My mom grew up in Warwick, Rhode Island. And so my grandfather used to coach basketball and coach baseball. And so we were diehard Red Sox and Celtics fan. And we were fans of the Patriots as well, Mm -hmm. even when they were struggling with Grogan and Eason. But when we, I got stationed up in Newport, Rhode Island. And so when I was stationed up there, my son, my oldest son was young. And so I was able to get everyone to buy in at that point in time. It was the first year of Brady. Um, and the uh, first Super Bowl. Oh, sure. yeah. So, yeah. and it was the 2003 Red Sox and the 2004 Red Sox. Yep. And so it was easy to get the whole family at that point to buy in. Sure. So, yeah. um, so we got everyone. The only other team we rooted for as a kid was the Dallas Cowboys because my dad yeah. was in the Navy and he had served with Roger Sawback. So we rooted for the Cowboys, but wow. only until they fired Tom Landry and turned over to new ownership, obviously. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but wow. Very cool. Yeah, I was a big, I was, you know, I was there too. It's that star. It's something about the yeah. star. My brother was the same <laughs> yeah. way. Because I didn't have a team as a kid. I don't yeah. even, you know, I just didn't really follow any of it. But it, man, the Cowboys, yeah. when I was a little kid and a, a mm-hmm. lot of my friends in school and we went to school in upstate New York. But yeah, it was all yeah. about the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah. So what about collegiate? Are you, because you're local in Alexander, do you root for any of the local teams? Actually, so uh, collegiate, obviously, I root for the Naval Academy. So as I mentioned before, my dad was in the Navy. So right. so we've always rooted for Navy. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, I've had my brothers and sisters went to Virginia Tech. And my oldest daughter is going to NC State now. So they had a great season and we went to go see a game. So oh, great. We, I mean, honestly, probably 
it's more fun to watch college football even than it is to watch pros for us. We like to watch a lot of football. It's always on in the background throughout gotcha. the fall. So. Now, you might not know the story, yeah. but I'm just I'll remind the listeners. You know how I became a Spurs fan, right? No. Oh, okay. Well, it was, it was because of Robinson. It was because of David Robinson and I respected oh, yeah. you know Navy how they and how they recruited him or I should say they drafted him even though they knew he wasn't going to be around for 2 years cuz he had to do his duty and stuff. And so I just always respected that and I just always loved that. And that's how I just randomly became a Spurs fan and then I was actually going to change because I'm also a Saints fan. New Orleans Saints. That's a whole nother side story. Yes. And when the year he was retiring, it was right around then they were getting a basketball team. So I was like, well, maybe I'll change my allegiance and start mm-hmm. rooting for the Hornets, you know, because that's who it was back in the when they first started in New Orleans. And I, but then I was like, by then, you know, I started getting to know Timmy and a couple of the other younger guys when Robinson decided right. to call it quits. I was like, nah, I got to stick. Well, why would I? I mean, they were a good team. You know, yeah. why would I stop rooting yeah. for him? So, well, plus Popovich is a yeah. Air Force guy that, you know, went to the Air Force Academy and he always uh, I think he speaks intelligently about a lot of things, quite honestly. Sure. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Undeniable. Great coach. All right. So let's get back to this form. Well, I wouldn't say form. I would say the email you sent in. We've got so many and I want to like try to get to as many as possible. I'm just going to randomly pick one before we have to take a quick break. I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck between the pedicab and the time you were on the newlywed game. Ooh, I'll go with the newlywed game. Okay, we'll do that first. All right, so this is what he says. When he was stationed in California, my wife and I were on the newlywed game, and I was an extra on Pensacola Wings of Gold. And it's a cheesy spinoff of Jack, you said, with James Brolin. Yeah, it was. All right. And so the more exciting part was the newlywed game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was stationed in California. We're at Pensacola, and I was with First Light Armor Reconnaissance Battalion. And I had like a day off, and I was sitting there. And the newlywed game came on with Bob Eubanks. It was like the new newlywed game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. still had Bob Eubanks from like back in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. And so they said, call this number if you're interested in, you know, auditioning. And I was like, oh, I'm absolutely calling. <laughs> so I called because we've been married maybe nine months and we had dated for like all of seven months before we got married. Oh, so wow. Wow. we needed to get to know each other and yeah. this newlywed game was going to help us. So <laughs> brilliant <laughs> so, plan. <laughs> so anyways, we went up for the audition. They called us back. We had to go a second time. Uh, and then they said, Hey, you're going to be on in two weeks or whatever it was. And so then after that, during the two weeks, we spent the whole time asking each other oh, questions yeah. and, getting to know each other more and making sure we're like, hey, if they ask this question, you're going to answer this. And Because we wanted to win a trip because we hadn't been on a honeymoon either. We got married at the Naval Academy and drove cross country for 18 days uh, to my new duty station. Gotcha. So we went on and the final question was, if you had to describe your mother-in-law and they asked the wives this, what would you des- what, what zoo animal would you describe her as? <gasps> Whoa. And so we got it wrong, but we were ahead and so we would have won if this other couple who they said the answer that the wife said was koala bear, right? Yep. And Ooh. then the husband came and the husband, he said bear. Now, are those two things the same well, thing? Well, funny you should say that because I a don't know if you heard episodes a few back. episodes. No, no, no. We're talking <laughs> like one of the, I think in the first back. 10 episodes. Yeah. I said koala I, bear and Bobby Gottfried and his wife lost their minds. And it's because actually because it's a marsupial. Are... It's got nothing to do with a bear. Well, it's and just... I should have won the show. Yeah. But they gave them the points. <laughs> and we lost. I've been pissed off ever since. No. So wait, so they gave them the win, obviously. They gave them they gave them the ten points. They gave them the win. Because yeah. it's just oh. we still have the videotape. It, it comes out every once in a while. So, okay. Yeah. 
So it just says because it's it's just a koala. There's it's no bear not, at all. It's Correct. not a bear. And you didn't not call him bear. on that like off air. Like you said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We need a recount here. <laughs> now, honestly, I wasn't quick witted enough to. I was just, you know, I was enamored of meeting Bob Eubanks, and I, yeah. I got a parting gift, and so I called. All it right, a day. Well, that's cool. You know, it's funny that you said that yeah. because I was lucky enough to be on Price is Right one time. And at the end, I'm sorry, let me let me rephrase that. Our cast went to watch the show. I was on tour with Miss Saigon and one of our cast members got to go on. Long story short, she won the whole freaking thing. So, of course, yeah. So, of course, we're rushing the stage at the end. And they're all like yeah. jumping in the car she won. They're piled on top of it. And of course, you know, the, the, the poor women up there, they're like, no, no, you can't do that. That's not really your car. You know, that's not the one you're winning. <laughs> Meanwhile, right. Bob is over there on the cor- on the side. No one's talking to him he's just standing so i'm like are you kidding me i'm gonna go over and so i go over and you see me walk over and strike up a conversation with bob over there you know after he tells everyone to get him spayed and neutered i was like you know <laughs> yeah I, you know, it was hilarious That's awesome but now i yeah. have to go back to the, <laughs> to the newlywed game because roxy and i have we've said this on the podcast many times we're we're big cruisers mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. now have yes. you ever been on a cruise never on it well okay let me say <laughs> well, this i've been on a cruise in the marine corps right for okay six month deployment right so. no, no okay all right and, and because of that, I've never been on a cruise because actually for the first week, I'm seasick in like a oh, cabin. And oh. I, see. I just tell the Marines, don't mess with me until I come back out. Yeah. So, gotcha. Um, okay. Fair enough. Well, yeah. one of the things they do, you know, obviously they have all these games and things like that that they do on, you know, they're like activities. Yeah, for activities. And stuff. Well, one of yeah. them, especially on, right. the, on the days at sea. Yeah. One of them big ones is they do like a, a mock, like you know, newlywed, newlywed game. game yeah. Well, Roxy loses oh, yeah. her mind when she doesn't get picked. Oh, like, I was we've, so We've mad. been on like two or three cruises. We sign up for it every time. We never get picked. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, I could see it. And she, even like during while we're watching it, because we'll stay for it. You know, we're, we're good sports yeah. about it. We, we actually play. We play in our seats. In and our she's like, oh, we would have killed it. Yeah. We would have killed this. Yeah. We would have we would have totally killed this. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how we would actually My, uh, do. We also uh, we go to minor league baseball games all the time, mm-hmm. and they you know they have games in between yeah. uh, mm-hmm. every inning. Sure. And so I always show up early and sign up for some game to win something silly. Right. And my kids are over it because I do it all the time. <laughs> so is my wife. But I'll win like a pizza or a frisbee or something. You know. Nice. But but I always get myself or me and one of the kids out there. So nice. uh, the last one I did it actually at the Salem Red Sox down in Roanoke, oh. uh, Virginia. They have a minor league team and my, my was with my sister and we did a potato sack race. And I pushed her to win a little statue of Pedro Martinez so Ooh. that I won and everyone booed me in the crowd. But it was like, I thought it was like funny, you know, just my sister, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it, and, anyways. And real quick before we take a break, I, I mean, I should have brought this up earlier because you had this on the sheet as well. And since we were like getting to know you from when you were a little kid and stuff, you have, you were a shoeshine boy at a barbershop for three years between the ages of 10 and 13. So what yeah, was, yeah. What, you said it was like, you, you put kind of like a 1950s time warp. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt. So, um. There was a barber shop at the top of our street. Um, it's just a little community in Alexandria called Rose Hill, and there's a Rose Hill barber shop. Mm-hmm. And they had a shoeshine boy that came in after school every day from five to six thirty and swept up the hair and filled lollipops and picked up the trash and cleaned ashtrays because you used to be able to smoke at barber yeah. shops. Right. And um, right. my brother had the job for three years before me. And he came home one day and said, hey, Carol, I'm going to join the wrestling team in the high school. So you got to go to work today. So (laughs) I wasn't even asked. I just walked up to the barbershop and walked in and they told me what I had to start doing. So and then you shine shoes when folks need their shoes shined. Made like a dollar ten an hour. He gave us 18 bucks a week. 
So couldn't give us a 20 for some reason. And then if you had to take time off, uh, he'd dock you pay if you had like a basketball game. Because Saturday you worked from eight in the morning till five in the evening. So like wow. as a kid, you know, eight to five on a Saturday. Oh, my really gosh. Really kind of killer. So that's, uh, yeah, it was, like I said, it was kind of like a little time warp. And they played poker in the back. They played cards. The first day I was there, actually, I remember I went back there and they were playing poker. And they said, hey, Carol, go tell Roy that, that we have the game and tell him to hurry up. So I went out and I said, hey, Roy, they're playing poker in the back. You need to get back there. And uh, he almost lost his mind. He was the owner. And, you know, I guess gambling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Supposed to gamble and stuff. So he was super concerned about it. But uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So I worked there for three years. So wow. uh, making very, very little money. So, but On the discipline, though. That's yeah. the key there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yes. where you got it. You got it at a very early age. Mm -hmm. That is correct. I mean, that's yeah. unbelievable. On a Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Try to tell yeah. a kid and now, 10 years old, on a Saturday, you're working 8 to 5. Yeah, they're not doing it. Yeah, they're no. not now, I did The one time I did get docs paid, the only thing that you guys would be interested in is that uh, I love, my dad used to listen to musicals all the time. Mm -hmm. And my sister, uh, she teaches drama to elementary schools down in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, neat. And so she was in high school and she was trying out for The Sound of Music, which was the, we thought was the best musical when I was a kid. Yeah. Sure. And so... She encouraged me to go try out, although I cannot sing at all, and I can't stress that enough. <laughs> and so I asked Roy, if the boss of the barbershop, if I could go to the tryout, and he said, yeah. So I went up, and I tried out. I got called back inexplicably, and then I didn't make the show, thank goodness, because I was horrible. <laughs> but Roy docked my pay. I think I got like $15.60 that week or something ridiculous. Oh, you know? my so, gosh. Wow. Anyways, well, so. on that note, we need a break. I, yeah, that, you, sorry. We need. To, oh, that's okay. That, that's just that's wrong. I mean, you're doing it for the musicals, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, you can stick around. Obviously, I hope, right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. We're meeting the Littles. We are here with Carol Connolly, just learning so many things. Well, Roxy, we have the sheet of paper here. I know. It's so great. Um, it says, drove pedicab in Newport, Rhode Island, hauling around rich, drunk New Yorkers for four summers <laughs> while I was going to law school. That must have been a treat. Well, I also want to get into law school yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Now, are we talking like few good men type of situation? Is that what you do or do? That is what I did. Yeah. So, all so, right, so you're Kevin Bacon or you're uh, Tom Cruise, right? I'm one of the two of those, the better looking of the two. Of course, we'll absolutely. Say. All right. So, well, yeah. to, in my mind, that would be Kevin Bacon. Oh. We'll go with that then. Okay. He was the Marine in the show. So I, I'm, not a, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Would, <laughs> and so, I have to ask, would you have, would you have pressed him like that? Would you have gone there? No. I mean, all the law shows you see on TV <laughs> are very unrealistic. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but I had to but, ask. Um, so. I would say this. So I was I was an infantry officer first for the first 10 years mm -hmm. of my career going around with Marines. And then I applied for a program through the Marine Corps to become a lawyer. And so I was uh, stationed in Newport, Rhode Island. And so there was a law school right down the road, Roger William Law School. I didn't even know it was a law school. I applied to other schools. And then when I got this program in the Marine Corps, they said, well, you basically have to stay living there if you want to go to law school. And so I drove down the road and 
asked them about going to school and applied on the spot. And the uh, the folks let me in there kindly. And I ended up going to law school for three years while I was still in the Marine Corps and doing some stuff for the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a weird program where you're not getting all your pay. So as a side gig in the summers, when all the rich folks flooded into Newport, a friend of mine had a pedicab business. And uh, I would drive a pedicab at night from nine at night till two in the morning. And I would sit at the end of Bowen's <laughs> wharf, which is one of the famous wharfs there. Yeah. And drunk people would pile out into the street and I would put regular folks on there. Or a lot of times bridal parties of five or six girls would pile in there. Mm-hmm. Roxy knows nothing about I, that. <laughs> I would, I, Roxy, I would, I would work on tips only. That was, and oh, I would wow. tell them my sad, I'd tell them my sad story of having a bunch of kids and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make it through law school. And so I ended up making over 200 bucks every night, basically in those five hours. So, That's great. Yeah. No, it was great. It was a great gig. And it was fun for a while. I did it for four summers. Towards the end, it got a little old. But Where did you I go did for give that a ride. To... Was that new... It wasn't Newport. In, yeah, we went to Newport. <laughs> my, uh, for did you? My cousin's bachelorette. We yes. were in Newport. Yeah. That's why I was laughing. Yep. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that, take was a pedicab? Quite, that was quite a weekend. Did you take a pedicab? <laughs> no, I don't think oh, okay. we did. All right. I was going to no. ask if you tipped well. Just want to make sure. <laughs> All right. Um, wow, that's fantastic. Now, this next one, I'm I'm not sure how much you're going to want to go into this, and I'm going to need a little help. What kind of plane was this? Oh. A yeah. Cessna plane? Is that how it you say it? was a Cessna. And a again, Cessna. I don't know if you want to use all these stores. Oh, I think it, they're great. They're, they're so great. It, I mean, they're better it, than the uh, fun dumb questions. So we'll get to those too. Don't worry. But. And so well, um, let me read what it says. Crashed next to me <laughs> on a mountain. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, that's correct. All right. Wait. That's what happened. <laughs> like how next so, to you? <laughs> well, how next to me? And like it clipped the trees above us. So we were hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. This is when you were a Boy Scout. In, yeah. We started in Georgia, which is the start of the trail. Mm-hmm. And we were on our second or third day hiking. And there were six of us and we were all scouts. I, I ended up becoming an Eagle Scout later on. But mm-hmm. So the plane clipped the trees and crashed on the North Carolina side of the mountain because basically the mountain cut between Georgia and North Carolina, if I recall correct. Mm -hmm. And so we it was super steep, but we scrambled down. And one of the fellow scouts actually knew something about planes. He had flown some a little bit before and turned on a beacon in the back or something. And we shut Mm -hmm. down the engine so it wouldn't explode. And the, the gentleman who was in there was unconscious. And so. It's like the one time you get to use like all the scout skills you learn at all these uh, sure. like campouts and yeah. jamborees. But we made a splint for his leg because he had a compound fracture, and we built a little gurney to take him up the mountain. And we ran back and got some folks to call in the National Guard who flew into an opening after we carried him a couple of miles back, and they flew him off to safety. This is like so, a scene from a movie. I know, right? Yeah. What do you mean? Super cool. Littles aren't going to want to hear this. What? Like, yeah. This is... You saved a man's life. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. No, it was pretty cool. And then we uh, we hiked a couple more days and we came off the mountain. And actually, they had like news reporters there. Not, I mean, not a ton, but yeah. like one or two news crews like interviewed us. And we were in a number of newspapers and stuff. And so we ended up getting the coolest thing that happened was for folks that were ever a Boy Scout in their life in the back of Boy's Life, the magazine. Yeah. There's a section called Scouts in Action that shows a scout saving someone's life, and they draw you as a little cartoon. And so they drew the five of us wow. saving this guy's life, and we were in the back of boy's life. So we thought that was the coolest thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, absolutely the yeah. coolest thing. It totally reminds yeah. me. You're gonna I, Totally off topic. I should Google it right now. There was a movie that Gary Coleman was in when he was a Boy Scout. Do you remember that movie? 
Gary I Coleman. Don't, I do Gary not. Coleman did a bunch of these movies. One was The Kid from Left Field. I highly recommend that as it's one of my I favorite do sports. Do remember movies. that one? Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. San Diego Padres. Yep. And yeah. Robert Guillaume, of course, is in it. Plays his dad. Then he was also in The Kid with the Broken Halo. There was a whole series of these yeah. movies. That was a really fun movie. He plays an angel. Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor. It's called. Oh, and okay. this is a gotcha. very similar thing. There's no plane crash or anything like that, but it's it just <laughs> reminds me of that story you just told. So scouts, I highly recommend yeah. these movies. But so you liked Kid from Left Field, right? I mean, back in yeah, the seventies. Yeah, so it's a it's a great series. They did a bunch of those, and they're just really fun movies. I mean, they're dated, obviously. So it's it's I don't know how good they would be now. My biggest question, and I'm sure all the littles, I mean, did you at least got a badge out of this, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No, you get like uh, there's a. <laughs> We got a, uh, Hello. A, they have like a life-saving medal. I was going to say, yeah, it had to be. It's probably so a medal. Yeah, that's amazing. We got a medal and wow. they presented it in D.C. At the, there's the Scouts headquarters is connected with Marriott or has been in the past. And so uh, we went down there and they presented it at one of their organizational meetings. So, yeah, wow. it was pretty cool. Now, Carol, one other thing I wanted to get into before we, you know, let you go and get to some fun, dumb questions. This whole you sent me the link or you sent me the the snippet of you being on the tony kornheiser show i mean we have to get into that what was that like how did that all come about yeah well like i I think i mentioned earlier when i first started listening you know my first email for the next five years i sent probably three to five or more emails a week and i started to kind of become a regular emailer Mm. and so at some point nigel sent me a sticker because i sent an email and asked for one And then Nigel asked folks to send in their version of the mailbag song. So the very first one of someone else singing the mailbag song, aside from the opera singer and Gary, was my two daughters, Grace and Skylar. So I just recorded them one day on my bed and sent it to Nigel. And he said it needed to be in an MP3, and I didn't know what that meant. And so he said, don't worry about it. I'll fix it. And so he put it on, and then other folks started to do it. And then obviously Jerry and everyone else just made it explode. I couldn't sing, so I started writing lyrics for folks. And, uh, you know, I wrote uh, some songs that were sung by Joe Arrow and John Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and Brad. And KJ was the first collaboration because everyone had been writing and singing their own stuff. And I sent something to KJ and said, Hey, I can't sing, but I can write some words and sent them to her and she sang them and, uh, and that one made it on as well. So, um, but that all led to me when I went to retire, um, I asked Nigel if I could come to the show and I made it to the show and got to sit in and Tony actually asked me some questions. So I got on air and got to talk a little bit, which was awesome. That led me to knowing Bonnie and Bonnie got me and uh, my sons to go to the PTI show twice. And then probably my biggest accomplishment on PTI was I left some tribute for Tony because he said he needed a good hat. I had a leftover hat from one of those barbershop quartets. Mm. And uh, I brought it to the studios and Bonnie had Tony put it on and he took a picture with it on and they put it as one of the faces in the background of PTI. Oh, wow. So it it was back there for probably a couple months. And it was like, I loved it that the fact that that got on there. So so it was pretty cool. That's, That's awesome. really cool. Yeah. I mean, you've got other stuff down here, but we ain't topping that. I know. Um, wow. But we can try. <laughs> crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Oh, definitely crunchy. Okay, good. That's good to know. So <laughs> how's that for a segue, Roxy? <laughs> oh, man. If you could time travel, where would you go? I don't know. That is a tough question, Roxy. I think I would probably, you know, I would just go back in time to 
when my folks met just to see how that all started because oh. it's a mystery to us as our kids. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how those two uh, got together. Wow. That's a great answer, though. That Yeah, that is good. All right. This one might be for the kids. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would it be? Well, I've heard you ask this question before, and so I feel like I am the dad in Calvin and Hobbes that uh, you know always gets oh. voted on by Calvin, like he's not doing the like his, he's down in the polls, you know, uh-huh. just because he's uh, he's always trying to get the kids to do activities and stuff, and right. they're always joking on him. But I don't know. I mean, another one could be Underdog. He was a superhero mm. and a shoeshine boy. So, all right, could be that one. I forgot so, about that. I don't one. know. Yeah. That's a new one. Underdog. That's good. Yeah. Which TV family is most like your own? Most like who? Oh, most like my family right now, or like my family growing mm. up? Um, either one. I'm gonna go with uh, the Partridge family. Ah, okay. cool. Yeah. I don't know if anyone remembers them, but uh, of course, oh yeah, they, they were always messing with each other, and uh, <laughs> they seemed to have a lot of fun together. And mm-hmm. uh, Danny was always Danny's like my brother, you know. Yeah, so, I ran into him actually at a CVS on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Way later in life. Uh, did, did, yeah. Did you uh, did you have a conversation at all or no? Uh, no, we exchanged a look. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll put it that Because I didn't know him. But yeah, sure. it's just funny. You're at CVS and there's Danny Baducci. Like, yeah. Because you know, yeah. right. he had, it was, it was, he'd gone through some trouble. In, in, he had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go off that a little bit. Now, if you hosted Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Probably uh, the Dave Matthews band. Oh, yeah. Nice. I've, uh, you know, they're from Virginia and, uh, or he's from Virginia, yeah. or mm-hmm. primarily from Virginia, and I just love their music. So, yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. This might be a dumb one, but we call these the fun, dumb yeah, questions. Yeah, that's the point. Uh, what's your favorite time of day? Uh, my favorite time of day is early morning, like mm-hmm. way early, like mm-hmm. 5, 4 30, because... like get up. I get stuff done and uh, nobody's up before yet. anything gets started. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right. Well, this one's very important from recent episodes. Where do you keep your butter dish? Is it in the fridge? <laughs> Is it on the counter? What's your yeah, butter? It's situation? in the fridge. Okay. It's, yeah. it's in the fridge. Yeah. Because yeah. we learned there's an expiration date. So yes, yes. it's very important. There is an expiration yes, we date. We should keep it in the fridge. <laughs> but in their defense, we got plenty of pictures of butter dishes that are just sitting out on the counter and they apparently had been there for a week and a half. So if you use the butter quickly, like if you have a big family, yeah. like you would probably be okay because you said you have four kids, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Although awkwardly, my family growing up as a kid, my mom kept bread and cereal also in the fridge, which I think is a bit ah. off. Well, I have learned bread does last longer in the fridge, mm-hmm. but cereal? Yeah. I never thought to do yeah, cereal. Yeah, cereal. Like, huh. And we only had Cheerios. I wonder what that would taste like. Well, I'm sure it'd just be cold. Right. (laughs) Should they taste the same? (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, that's just, that's interesting. I wonder, did she say why? No, no. She did not say why. (laughs) I mean, she must have learned it somewhere. You know, I also think it's funny how you learn these, you pretty much do what your parents did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just how you, you know, it's how you grow up. That's how we do it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Mm -hmm. you got one more? What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Ooh. Ooh, if I was invisible for a day. If you're asking me what I could do, I would take a nap because no one could find me to wake me up and ask me questions that's like that. That's a really good answer. That's a really good answer, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's so smart. I would just take a nap out of the way where no one's tripping over me. Yeah. You know? okay. I like that I answer. Do. All right. Well, Carol, unfortunately, we are out of time. I mean, this has been great. So many great, fun stories, mm-hmm. things that we don't normally get to 
Your life has been fascinating. Very fascinating. That's all I can say. Yeah. And that's why we seeked you out. So because great. I knew it would be. I just mm-hmm. had a feeling. And I, I don't remember how I stumbled upon you or how I, but it just looked intriguing. So. Oh, I remember. Oh. I played you in uh, oh. fantasy football. Yes. And we happened to look you up or you had commented something about yeah. Roxy. And so then we we're like, oh, who's this person? Yeah. yeah that's how it yes. happened. And <laughs> by the way, Roxy, you are losing not to me, but to my 10 year old general manager. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. That's right. That was what it was. So, real quick though, can we plug anything for you? How can we find you? You're on Twitter and stuff like that, right? Uh, yeah. Or I'm Instagram. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I'm on Facebook. There's only one Carol Conley spelled my way in the whole country, oddly. So, oh. which I think is good and bad, but that's yeah. all. But, <laughs> right. Uh, right. All right. Uh, anything coming up you want to plug or anything? Or no, nothing particular. Okay. No. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Oh yeah, this question. <laughs> I don't care at all. Oh, okay. I just need to have nice. toilet paper for the kids mm-hmm. and whatever guy. way it is, it's going to be gone pretty quick anyway. So well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Carol, thank you so much. We can't thank you enough for coming on and meeting the littles. This has been really so much fun. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you, guys. All right. All you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. This is Joe Magnum from Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Carol, again for coming on. Good times. Those stories. Fascinating. I mean, Newlywood game. Fascinating. Just everything. Everything is great. So real quick, we haven't done this in almost three weeks. It's been that long. I think so. Wow. Well, let's do the Friday Five. Dina in Damascus. Oh, that's sad. I know. She was supposed to come see the show. Yeah. We were supposed to see her when? We will, though. We will someday. We will. We will someday. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so in honor of that, let's do the Friday Five. Yes. Number one, are you like Tony and hate when there is a call for snow, or do you eagerly await the talk about the heavy snowfall? All right. This is what's weird for me, is I go back and forth on everything. So I love snow falling. I love watching it. Mm-hmm. I love if I can be with someplace where like, there's a fire and yeah. a nice movie or Christmas music maybe or whatever. Hot cocoa, sure. like a Hallmark movie. No, no Hallmark movies. But <laughs> okay, I love it. But then when it's on the ground, and here's the thing, once or twice, it's cool. <laughs> I, I love it. Okay, but I will say this. Come January 2. Done. 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 Get out of my life. <laughs> I'm ready for baseball. I'm ready for softball. Get out of my life. I know I live in the worst place for that because that don't happen. Okay. (laughs) That don't happen. So that's (laughs) where I I stand on that. Yeah. yeah, I I think for snow, it's like, I love it. But I I think what I would love is to be like so rich that I had someone that was purely designated for snow for me. So I could just wear whatever and then immediately strip down and they would deal with every wet piece of clothing and shoes and everything. I would never have to see that again. Okay. So that I could always go out, enjoy it to the max, get wet. And then there's just like someone always there to warm me up and take, you know, what I mean? <laughs> oh. I, I, it sounds specific. Do behave. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I think that's where I stand with that. All right, Roxy, what do you, what well, you like I, to- I love waiting to hear like follow, like how much snow we're going to get or what's in the forecast and things like that. And, I really, really love when the weather anchors start to like 
unbutton their shirts, undo their ties, like loosen up their... Roll up the sleeves. Roll up the sleeves. It's like they're hunkering down, like, oh, this is going to be a big one. (laughs) You know, I just, I think it's hilarious, but I I love everything about the weather. I follow it like crazy when, especially when there are storms coming. I love snow, but again, I'm the same way. January 2nd, I'm done. Yeah. Done. It's like taking down the Christmas decorations, no more snow. Yeah. I'm all good. All right, what's number two? Ready for spring. Uh, Number two... I think that the lack of sponsors might have caused the lack of the winter weather outlook. Other than Motel 6, who do you think would be a great sponsor for the forecast? So, Simon, you just basically pick your favorite sponsor because you don't really know what we're talking about. Right, but it's a sponsor for a weather forecast. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how can you not go with Bethesda Bagels? I mean, maybe they have in the past. I don't know. There's been so many. I've lost track of how many Kevins have has said on the podcast yeah. over the years. So what do you got, Simon? Yeah, you know, I feel like a church would be a great sponsor for oh, that. Okay. Yeah, like the divine, you know, because like, really we can't forecast the weather. It comes to God, doesn't it? Or something. <laughs> sure does. It's like, so maybe That's a good one. Sort of, That's a good one. Yeah. All right, what do you got, know, Roxy? I was going to say Ben and Jerry's. I don't ben, know. <laughs> she's just picking oh, like a sponsor. That. That's right, good. That's number three. There's got to be a good weather flavor, though. Um, like meatballs and what's, that? what's the name one. of that movie it forecast of um oh uh anyway that I movie don't know. anyway number three this winter weather outlook has been going on for quite some time here are some links to past outlooks and to answer this question give a message you would like to send to kevin about the winter forecast not happening this year who knows maybe i will send them to him okay that's the important part of the, the question Roxy. that sounds okay, ominous so, so i'm going to take this one because i'm the one that only really knows what's going on here now proud moment littles i caught roxy actually clicked on a few of these and was listening so she, i clicked on the first one the first okay well i got excited they're so, long they're long okay and all i right. didn't have the time however this is hilarious because i didn't read this question because we usually just get these right before sometimes right. i'll read them on friday but i try to stay away because i also don't want to see other people's answers yes. before i answer sure okay I thought Dina was just losing her mind about the weather forecast because she kept tweeting these things <laughs> yeah. at Kevin. And I felt so bad. So my answer to this question was going to be, you know what? I'm going to take the other side of this. Maybe Kevin just needed a year off. Mm-hmm. Kevin needs some time. And, you know, it can't always be about us littles. And I was just I was going to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt here. But these must have been quotes from other littles that she was posting from the Friday Five. Uh, I thought she was just quote after quote or tweet know, after just, tweet. I was yeah. like, "What is happening?" I was like, <laughs> she really "I get doesn't that." Like this. <laughs> I mean, I get that we miss it. I mean, I miss it too. Don't get me wrong. And um, so I was going to go the other way on this and say, "Let's let's give Kevin a little breather, and maybe he should deserve a year off." And yeah, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a Christmas <laughs> miracle. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, what's number four? Roxy? Number four. Do you have a favorite weather person or favorite weather team? I liked Sam Champion. Who's that? I think he was in Connecticut or the tri-state area, maybe New York. I don't know. I just, he was always on my television. Sam and I, Champion. I thought he had nice hair and a cool name. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you win this round. Lee Gordon was another one. No, not Lee Gordon. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Goldberg. Lee Goldberg. <laughs> All right, Simon, do you have any, you have a favorite weather person? No, wasn't Steve Carell like the weather guy in Anchorman? There oh, okay. So go. I'm going to go with a boring answer. Yeah, That's Steve not a boring Carell. answer at all. at all. So now I'm the boring one because I don't have an answer. So I have no idea. I really have no idea. Oh, wait. Did Robin Stupatsky do weather at all? No, I guess not. No. She never did. No. Uh, I, I was trying. That's all I got. 
Yeah. All right, what's number five? Number five. She talks about links to different jingles about Kevin's winter weather outlook. But then she says, what is your favorite song about snow? Ah, this one should be easy, Simon. My favorite song about snow. No, let's go with um, Let It Snow. There you go. Love that one. I was just thinking of that one. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. a cop out. It's okay. a good one. A, a real cop out. No, mine's yeah, well, the ultimate cop out. You wouldn't let me say snow business. So, yeah. <laughs> snow business. All right, what do you got, Roxy? Um, I really like Marshmallow World, especially Dean Martin's rendition. The way he sings it is great. Very it's great. Very specific. Very croony and oh, love she it. She loves it. I swoon. All right, so this is the ultimate cop out. I'm going to go with the song called Snow. Yep. From Irving White Berlin. Christmas. Irving Berlin. Hello. Yep. Hello. Yeah. 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 It's a good, good tune. One. All right, so that's our Friday Five. Yeah. So thank you, Dina and Damascus, for the Friday Five. And I'm glad to know now that you're not completely, I don't want to say losing, losing it. it <laughs> but I mean, people are losing their freaking minds over this weather forecast. Yeah. So like I said, maybe there's hope. Maybe we'll have a Christmas miracle. Who knows? Speaking of Christmas miracles, uh-huh. next week. All right, so the big show is going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. We're going to do our Christmas show next week. Yep. We'll probably only have that one show. So we want some feedback. When do we drop it? Do we drop it on It'll probably, let's say either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Okay. So we'll, we'll get it prepped and all that ready to go. But I'm also wondering like, when are they, people going to have time to listen? You're going to want to listen to this one because we've got some great surprises. We've got a Christmas gift for all you loyal listeners. Not going to want to miss this episode. So I'm thinking. I'm on the edge of my seat. So I'm thinking Christmas Eve. Maybe that would be Friday. Yeah, I think that would be good. So we'll see. But if anyone has any other thoughts about it, you know, we're open to, you know, negotiation. Roxy votes Christmas Eve. Okay. Well, then, Littles, it's probably going to be Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, you're not going to want to miss this one. Like I said, we have some really big treats. We're going to have a mediocre five minutes in there probably. And like I said, some really nice treats. We've already had some collaboration with it. So we're very excited. And it's going to be the Loyal Littles Christmas Spectacular in honor of Roxy's Rockettes Christmas Spectacular. That is no longer happening. So anyway, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. (laughs) Don't forget about our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. That was the weirdest. That was great. I was trying. I was going to try to. so bad. I was going to start it with, don't we, aren't we on Twitter? Are we on Twitter? (laughs) Yeah. Good for you, Roxy. I would never be able to do that. Did I say our email yeah, address? Good. Yeah, I think so. Oh, whatever. They know it. I this don't is know. Stupid that we even still do this. <laughs> uh, just get in. Just reach out at us. You know yeah. how to reach us if you're listening. And uh, yeah, and but please don't forget to give us a rate and review over on Instagram, especially I, after I mean Apple. Oh, what did I say? Instagram. Well, they can rate us there too. <laughs> no, especially after our Christmas episode because you're gonna love this so much. Yeah. I mean, we worked hard on this, and can't we, wait. Yeah. Yeah. And real quickly, special thanks again to Carol Conley for coming on to Meet the Littles this episode. And also thank you, David Spector, Jolene Wojcik, and Joe Magnew for our bumpers this episode. All right, all you loyal listeners. Did you guys mention a Christmas miracle yet? I did. <laughs> oh, okay. I just want to check. Yeah. And a spectacular thanks, Christmas. Thank you, Simon, for taking the time in Link. Where are you? England? England. England. Get Essex. back here, mate. But tell your family uh, you said Merry Christmas and Happy safe. Holidays. Yes, be safe. I will. Most important. Thank you. you too, guys. Thank yeah. you. All right. And as always, if you're, you only got like what, six more shopping days? Yikes. Maybe seven? No, it's like six, seven. I'm what's, not ready for that. Tomorrow? Anyway, yeah. You got a couple days left. Don't forget to use the code. It was fun for a while. Towards the end, it got a little old.
If I could do a magic spell Look into a wishing well I'd cast the grey rains of winter To make Christmas snow And the glitter on the cards And the ice with all its shards In the dark, dark night Flecked with stars It comforts me so We all have our angels We all have our stars But when our families are close Our hearts sing the most It's the longest night and the shortest day To take my fears away With the solstice in the looming To bring forth the day And the glitter on the cards And the ice with all its shards In this dark, dark night Flecked with stars It comforts me so Well, the log fire crackles in the hearth To warm my hearts In this dark, dark world There is still light with stars it comforts me so with stars It comforts me so It comforts me so The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.